welcome to the Curry Gumbo Podcast. It's been a minute. It exactly. has been a minute since we have recorded. But no one knows that. So we don't have to say no, that. No, don't. <laughs> you know, they might. They might because they probably like, now sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three of y'all. What's going on? Keeping it, keeping it interesting, keeping it spicy, keeping it like gumbo. You don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's Baby, two, let me say when my grandma make that gumbo, I know exactly what I'm getting. It tastes the same every time. It tastes delicious. You got to switch it up. But you know, so you know that's that's her magic because <clears throat> I'm sure there have been times when she was like, I ain't got a, enough shrimp, but it it just tastes delicious. Anyway, in the sauce. Anyway, we are here to discuss the final season of Insecure. It's so sad. I know. But we can have fun and this can be a celebratory conversation. It's finally season five, the end of Insecure. Episode one, season five. Um, What were your first, first thoughts, first reaction? I thought that it was like true... It, it just reminded me of all the other insecure seasons, the way it starts. It's typically going to start with an aerial shot. It's typically going to start with um, like establishing place. So a lot of times it's most times or all of the other seasons it's been, we are like in LA, we are in Issa's LA this time we were in the mountains and I said, what is going on? Where is we at? But I think from, you know, the, um, from the, the ads or some of the teasers, I knew that they were going to be going back to Stanford. And I think maybe I only knew that because I, I watched the first episode after everyone else. So maybe I saw some photos from the first episode, uh, before I saw the first episode. So I knew that we were, you know, going to be going up to Stanford. Um, and I just, I thought it was interesting because other, like even more so in this season with the aerial shot, it felt like transit or transition would be a theme that we would be concerned with this season. And I think that that certainly does play out when we like when we discuss the plot of this episode and and what we um, and like the future plots of of the episodes to come in this final season. What did you think? I liked it. I like when all the girls get together. And it was it was a fun episode. You still think they're not friends? I don't know if, if listeners remember, Nicole said that she don't think that Issa and, and Tiffany, like Tiffany, I don't think they're real tight. No. And this didn't, cause even, okay. Um, what do you call it? At the, we're going to do this little after show after the episodes mm-hmm. and Melina Masukis, the director, she was saying how she wanted an episode to go back to where the girls first met, which was college. That's where they did the college episode or the college scenes. And even then, I'm like, I just didn't get the feel. Like, I'm sure they all knew each other in school, mm-hmm. but 
I'm not convinced that they're a foursome. I mean, even I saw a little bit of the conversation that Melina Matsukas was having with, with Issa and Prentiss. And I thought, and, and so it really, it shaped a lot of my expectations. And so I'm wondering what the following episodes will be about, because if we are returning to the beginning of how these folks met, I'm not even, I'm not sure I understand how Issa and Molly became so tight because all of the meditations on the past were like mainly revealed through dialogue. Like when Issa says like, yeah, when you curse out those white parents who just assume that we were, and I was like, well, it would have been great to show that because I still don't, I'm not feeling the connection that I typically feel with the Issa and Amali. And I think you're absolutely right when like the, I think the show doesn't give justice to the relationship of the foursome. Like it's, I guess we just have to assume that they're really cool and really tight. And it's easy to do that with Issa and Molly. It's not easy to do that with Issa and Tiffany. Even Kelly. Yeah, I, I think it's the only reason it's easy for me to do that with Issa and Kelly is because there have been numerous scenes in previous, not numerous, but there have been scenes in previous episodes where Issa and, and Kelly are together and they're together alone. Okay. So it, it, it's it, like when, um, Issa's trying to get her finances worked out. And since Kelly is an accountant, oh, yeah, she, she, she her goes her to her. To, when Molly and Issa are having their falling out, Kelly is the one who's kind of the go-between person who's trying to make sure that they mend their differences. I don't, you know, so I, I, I'm more inclined. I feel like the relationship between Kelly and Issa is a little bit more established than Kelly and Molly or Issa and Tiffany. Kelly does seem like the glue because Molly was asking Kelly for advice on how to get back with Issa. Honey, and wasn't that advice the (laughs) truth? When she said, how did y'all know? Molly said, how did y'all know y'all were like back, back? And Tiffany said, not Tiffany, but Kelly's like, we were fake back before we were really back, back. And I was like, that is so true when you have a falling out with a friend even when it is a quick little falling out like you know y'all were having a phone conversation and and you ain't like the way she said this and she could kind of feel that you know you tensing up and so y'all get off the phone without really you know reconciling anything and so the next time that y'all get back on the phone it's a little fake but you kind of work through the fakeness until you get into a place where you are cool, cool, like actually cool, not faking it. And so I wonder like, I'm wondering like, how does that, is that a good thing? And also can that happen in other relationships? Like, can that happen with Lawrence? 
Oh, like fake the funk before you really. Like doing, like being fake as a way to get to a natural connection. I have to fake a connection in order to get to a natural connection. Mm. And is that healthy? I don't think fake is the right word Mm. Mm -hmm. because faking it would be you really don't like this person and you're just putting on. But if you're trying to to get back to, I guess, what you guys were before, I don't think that's I don't think fake is the right word. I think you're you're trying. Yeah, but you're just maybe not like there. I have to simulate it. I have to simulate the connection or I have to perform the connection. Yeah, perform. even though, even though, not that I may not mean it, but I may, this doesn't feel as natural to me as it has in the past. But I'm going to perform it until it does. Yeah, I don't know if that works. I think it's just best to give give people space mm-hmm. and let them come around, I guess, when they're ready. I'm always thinking about this show as it, like, being connected to other shows that center Black women relationships. And so I I keep going back to living single and that fight between... Regine. Regine and Khadijah and 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 how the costume design um was used to show the pair like the it was used to show like the because in that episode where Regine has her housewarming party like she's moved out of the brownstone and she has a housewarming party and she doesn't invite Khadijah because she's being petty she invites everyone else and everyone else except for um, Max and Khadija show up. And so when they get there, they meet their like doppelgangers. Like the, instead of um, Kyle, there's a man named Carl there who's dressed like Kyle. And he is just- Has the same attitude. The same attitude, really pretentious. There's the building super um, name- um, so it's not it's, it's like if name. you know their names you good because i've i've seen this episode i don't know their names but I yeah know. It, it was like orenthal not orenthal but it was um some something like that you know there was a woman there who was who had a voracious appetite as kyle said and she was dressed in the same she had the same dress on as, same denim as outfit. yep yeah a, a woman who was um into you know the Khadija doppelganger she had her own pet business she had, she she had, had her, her own, own pet business. business and she had a cousin who worked for her yeah and who was saying things like hush 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 instead of woo 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 <laughs> like Sinclair and what's interesting is the everybody's pa- partner l- dressed just like them mm-hmm. but Khadija's partner the one who had her own pet business they kind of had on the same outfit but it was just different colors like Khadija mm-hmm. had on a white sweater 
and uh, and and white shorts the woman who ran the pet grooming business had on a red sweater and red pants but regime there was no doppelganger for regime but she was also wearing all white in the same way that Khadijah was so I was like this is to show us that instead of us looking for a pair outside of the group the connection is between Regine and Khadijah and that is what we should focus on so when I saw Issa and Molly in the matching Stanford sweatshirt I was like oh my gosh we're about to get like this this is the same thing like we you know their their minds are thinking alike and and they they're a pair they're a unit like there is no show without the pair without the 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 core uh, that is their relationship uh, you know I remember even the promo for it was either season one or season two and Molly was always in the promo like it was it, so the show has always been about those two well but it, she was in the last she wasn't in the first one because we didn't know because obviously we didn't know about Molly who she yeah I but think she wasn't. She was, I think she was in the middle ones, maybe three, four. I'm thinking it was, yeah, it was either season two or season three because season, the season before this was the picture of like it was just Everybody. Issa and the block party, like yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah, and I but there was no real like I towards the end where they have that big laugh scene in the car after they got robbed by their friend. By Cheyenne, Cheyenne the scammer. Child, I said, no shot, come on now. We got to do better. But yeah, I just thought the scenes between them felt uncomfortable for me. I wish, I wish they did like a, um, what do you call it? A throwback episode where they showed you how the girls met. I wish exactly. that was this was. I, I wish thought that's, that's what, what we were getting. Was. Yeah. But no, we got a, a 10-year reunion and Issa um, speaking on a panel with entrepreneurs. Oh but let me gosh. see, where, where, where do I want to go first? Do we want to talk about college? Do you want to talk about Cheyenne the Scammer? I want to talk about Cheyenne the scammer (laughs) with her banging body and her wonderful dance skills. Well, did she? Did she really dance with Sierra and Sweetie? Because she ain't pay to get in. She got in. She snuck her way in. How do do background dancers get paid bank? I mean, maybe choreographers get paid. I don't know, but but she was. It's funny how she mentioned it instead of them saying, oh, I saw you, you know, dancing with so-and-so. It's, oh, it's always yeah. like hearsay. Even with I the would Sierra not be one. surprised if she was not, if she yeah. never danced. She's with- scamming. And even Tiffany was like, going back, watching it again, Tiffany was like, mm, something right with this one. Like, mm-hmm. didn't y'all fall out? And they're like, oh, I don't remember but yeah. yeah ain't ain't nothing changed with uh 
Cheyenne the scammer set up Issa and Molly to get them to rob them at the gas station. Well, gas station liquor store. Yeah. But what was the purpose and refused Issa's? No. She said, no, actually, you keep those because don't nobody want them. But what was her purpose? Like, what's her purpose to get Molly and Issa back together? Like, outside of comic relief, what purpose is she serving in this episode? Because Insecure will do that. I've noticed that they will do that. Like, in season one, you know, Molly runs into an old friend and she's like, yeah, I've gone to therapy and I've just, you know, it's changed my life. And And I'm like, who is this person? Why do we care about her? Can I get a flashback? Like, like I, th- this doesn't mean anything to me. This per- this specific person telling you to go to therapy doesn't really have an impact on me because I don't know who this person is. The same thing with Dro. It's like he just comes out of nowhere and it's like, oh, we've been friends long ago. Like I ain't never heard you talk about no Dro. Who is Dro? Like there's no buildup. Same thing with this scammer girl. Like oh my gosh, we was really cool. Okay, I've, I have, I've never heard them talk about you. What is going on? Like, I don't know her. I don't know her. So like, I don't understand her purpose in being here. Well, going back to the conversation with Melina and Prentice and Issa, they were saying how that's after the scam and robbery. That's when Issa and Molly really had a, a connection like a just that's when they really exhaled and laughed it wasn't a fake laugh it was like girl did we really just go mm-hmm. through this so it was something that they experienced together that was that wasn't I guess fake or they weren't like they didn't have to I guess walk on eggshells with their connection they was just like girl this girl really just robbed us <laughs> Like, we really just got played. Like, it was a real, it brought them back to to themselves. Yeah. What I also found was interesting was um, Kelly. Because when they were in the, when they were in the car, um, Kelly was, she was upset. Well, first thing, the, the university killed her even though she's there, I guess no one realized she's not dead. But usually in the past seasons, Kelly has been the comic relief. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, Kelly was, she was really like bummed out. She was like, man, it's not funny no more. You know, um, <laughs> ain't y'all like, what's, what's, what's wrong with y'all? And then... I guess Kelly was like, am I, am I just a joke to y'all? And then they got serious for a second. And then Cheyenne burst out. I was like, girl, ain't nothing changed. Mm-hmm. But listening to that, I was thinking about how these past four seasons, Kelly has been the joke. Yeah. She has been the one that's the comic relief the one that's always laughing this was the first time she was just really serious and contemplating like damn am I just a joke to all y'all like just how y'all feel about me Mm -hmm. 
and then Cheyenne being like, ain't nothing changed. It's like, okay, like she just, you can see there's like this evolution. I, I, I'm curious about these next episodes. Yeah. Like, are they going to evolve Kelly to, to like a deeper, deeper revelation? Given the, given the weight that, the death of like the fake death given the weight that it holds in that first episode I think they have no other choice but to like unravel Kelly's character a bit more one I think the fans have been asking for it yes two I think that as funny and silly as it is it's also it's it's serious like it's it's and it's also sad but I I think it's because I have been reading Roxanne Gay's memoir uh called titled Hunger and how it's the complexity of like a larger black woman living in this world and and being both hyper visible but also invisible and so to have somebody like Kelly, who is just the life of the party, always loud, always um, crazy, like sometimes to an obnoxious degree, to have her be killed off, like I feel like plays around with the concept of, of invisibility and our people have has the show really taking her seriously? Have her friends been taking her seriously? Like when have we ever really checked on Kelly to make sure that she's good? You know? She's never really had, I guess, uh, a significant moment. Yeah. I would say like with Tiffany, it was the postpartum episode that kind of like shed light on Tiffany as like, she's not, she's more than the Whitley Gilbert of the friend group and even if like Tiffany and her husband hadn't have had a baby Tiffany is still married so there is the there is the assumption that her partner is has a vest has an interest in her well-being you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like so at the end of the night at some point I'm sure her husband has said like hey how was your day and like, be real with me, like, how you doing? You know, the show follows Molly and Issa. The show does not follow Kelly. So we really don't be knowing like what's going on with Kelly other than no. jokes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it's it's interesting that mistaking her for dead is the way that we enter her character being developed i'm excited i want to know more about kelly oh absolutely and she you know and and this podcast (laughs) um was it prenny's preguntas how you say her last name prenny didn't she it's but Kelly Prenny, right? People, I don't even remember, but she called them something like Hello Kelly Stan, something she called them. I thought it was a play on the name Kelly. 
No, well, the maybe podcast not. is Prenny's Preguntas. Oh my gosh. I cannot deal with Okay. Kevin. So this episode, they're at Stanford for their 10-year college reunion. And Issa has a conversation with her, with her college self in the mirror. And it kind of is a very reflective conversation. And college Issa is asking her like, hey girl, so what's up? Like, are we famous? Are we a lawyer? Do we meet T-Pain? Like, what's going on? Like, do we got a man? Like, what's up? (laughs) So question time if you could look back at your college self what do you think would you think she'd be she'd be happy or proud or surprised seeing as though seeing as though like I'm in a graduate program right now I think she would be like girl why when you gonna be done with school like when like I understand you like school but aren't you done can we be done like damn we still in school we still 10 years later we still in school why why I think she would I think she would be asking me that but I think gosh I don't know you go first now you know I don't be thinking about answers for myself but (laughs) Let me think, let me think. College me. Let's let's go with like 2324. Um She'd be surprised I don't live in Atlanta for one. Mm. She'd be surprised I live in Florida. Cuz that was never on my radar. She would have me to thank for that because if you remember, I had saw a posting for the Disney college, the college program, program. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is a thing that I'm thinking about. And you were like, hmm, yeah, I need a break. I want to do that. And then Kalisha was supposed to come too, but she didn't make the meeting because she had to go home. I remember that too. I just, so, you know, you're welcome. You know what's funny? (laughs) You know what's really funny? What? Remember the Friday After Darks at West Georgia? Yeah. There was a fortune teller there one time. Yeah, I remember that. And she told me I was going to live in Florida by the beach. And I was just like, ew. But that She told me that I would live near water. Yeah, she told me. That's what she said. She said live no she said near water probably but if she's true it was it came true not for me i would you don't live near water well maybe i do i guess i live near the gulf yeah i guess child but um i guess but um yeah that would be surprising i think well, I think Houston wouldn't be on my 24 or 19 year old self. Houston, you're not right. living in New York City. 
you're not that what? was my goal too new york city do you Never. still want to live do you want to live in new york city now no i always i there's i listen i there are just seasons where i'm like i want to live in new york city i want to go to new york city i want to be in new york city and then there are seasons where i'm like please dear god no the way them prices set up i'm like i it's not worth it not right now but i think even for me like even if money wasn't an issue like let's say and you know we will get to a place where we can have any place we want in new york city yeah but i think there's still like a connection to land that i will miss like being being there where it's like building on top of building on top of bit i mean of course like you could go out and live in queens and have a yard and stuff like that you could live upstate you know but that's not that's not new york city but you know i anyway we're, and with we're this coronavirus i don't want to live in and know with a hundred other people true coronavirus true. taught me i want to live alone with with space yeah that makes sense. Yeah, but my college self would be surprised that I'm living in Florida by the water. Career-wise, um, I don't know. I was, even though I was in school for nursing, I knew I wasn't really, I didn't really want that. So I don't think that would be a surprise. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Would you, what did you think of Issa, Issa's younger self and her expectations as it related to having a man in her life and being a lawyer? Like, I never knew that Issa, one of Issa's first goals was to be a lawyer. It makes sense. Cause I feel like when you're young, you, you expect for yourself the greatest I kind of when I didn't want to be a lawyer but you expect for yourself you have these high ambitions like oh I'm gonna be a doctor or I'm gonna be a CEO I'm gonna like you don't aspire to be entry level or you know mm-hmm. like you if you're gonna do something you're like I'm gonna be the the greatest of this. But why lawyer and not like? Well, she said she DJ. mentioned it. Well, she well, well, she said that um, you know, she asked if she and law if she and Molly opened their law firm together. So I think it was kind of like that best friend pact. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're I feel be like black that, lawyers. Yeah, we're gonna have a firm together. We're gonna be killing it, like that type of thing. But yeah. I got it. I'm like, that seems normal. Like, I get it. I can see being like 18, 19 with your best friend. Be like, yeah, girl. We're going to have our own office downtown. She doesn't answer her younger self when she said like, you and Molly still cool though, right? Like, she doesn't, she doesn't answer. There's a lot that goes unsaid, a lot that goes unanswered in this in this episode. Like, even the conversation between Molly and Issa, the conversation between Lawrence and Issa, the conversation between Issa and Issa's younger self, 
there are a lot of questions that are posed that Issa doesn't answer. It's like, do we got a man? Uh, it's complicated. Sure. Can we talk about the conversation that Issa has with Molly when Molly says, are we going to be okay? And Issa says, what do you mean? Like, are you asking me about the state of the universe? As you know, <laughs> and there's a, you know, it's like, you, you know what that girl is asking. Issa's being awkward. Yeah. Um, I think Issa just doesn't, doesn't know she doesn't know how to act yeah I think that Issa I've never seen I was listening to a previous episode about that like maybe it was the the previous season that we were covering and you and Kalisha were saying things like Molly feels like she has to mother Issa. Yeah. And there is also a sense that like Molly felt like she was always in a better position mm-hmm. than Issa. And I kind of had some, well, you know, I won't say that, but I, I feel like in this episode, it felt like molly wasn't like begging or groveling for Issa's attention but it just felt like she was the more submissive one. Oh yeah tables have turned yeah she even asked Issa for advice i don't think molly has ever done that so yeah. when um this episode molly runs into this to an old home fling because i don't even think they really dated because i didn't say this was like an ex, just an old college hookup. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, everybody was trying to get them hooked up again. Because even Tiffany's husband was like, uh, what's his name? Divorce. Omari. Then, oh, yeah. Omari's divorced. And then the whole time, Molly was really thinking about getting back with Omari. And then she asked Issa. Issa was like, you asking me like for advice? And then Issa gave her great advice. I thought she was like, you know, he wasn't tripping on Omari before you came here. So why are you tripping on him now? It's like, you never tripped on him. Even back in the day, he was going after you and you just went with it. And Molly listened to her. Like like Molly is just desperate for attention. Like it's, it's like, what about this man do you even like and why is this even a question like I'm 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 with you I'm so with Issa like why are we tripping about this man you ain't you ain't never even talked about this man for the last 10 years like why are you talking about him now is it just because you saw him like it I don't get it is it just because he's showing interest in you what's happening here I don't know and that's no judgment like that's not that's not me saying that you know I'm I'm better than Molly or I haven't been in that space but I'm just wondering like what is going on Molly like some of this is a bit concerning to me but 
Well, I think because Molly wants, she wants to settle down. Mm-hmm. She wants, she wants a boyfriend, but then it's like she has, but when she gets a boyfriend, she doesn't like want to, she's, it's the weirdest dynamic ever. And I mean, I listen and I'm probably so hard on her because I am the exact same way, but yeah, you do. I want to be married. I want to be married. I want to be married. And then you put these men through the ringer. Like you put, it's like you make it impossible to, to be in a relationship with you. And it's so sad to watch. But child. But I'm happy she did not go back to Omari. I keep seeing clips of Molly with a short hairdo. So I'm just assuming that there is going to be a significant transition as it relates to her character because to like just go wigless and and cut off all your hair it's like what is what is going on there's a sense of like freedom there's a sense of like fearlessness there's a sense of like shedding old ways so I'm interested to see like how Molly is going to change over this like during this new season I'm interested in Issa's relationships. With who? Everybody? Yes. So at the end of this episode, we we find out that Issa went back with to with Lawrence. Okay, so the end of season four, we know that they were. They were liking each other again. They had went on that that um, date when that that art walk in the park or whatever mm-hmm. on outside, and they were dating and they were getting back good with each other. And then Condola comes around and says she's pregnant. Hmm. And then, is that how it ended? Yeah, because we didn't well, know. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence meets Lawrence up. Tells- Come, Lawrence comes to Issa's house and says, "Hey, Condola is pregnant. I didn't want this to happen, but this is what's going on. You know, I want to be with you." And we never, we don't, we don't know what happens. We don't know what happens after that. So then, the end of this episode, we see that they got well. They did get back together. Because he picks her up at the airport. And they kiss. And right. it feels like a very casual romantic kiss. Like a not a it feels like a, a stable like been together. kiss. Yeah, like we've been together. Hey babe, kiss, kiss. Not like awkward. I haven't seen you in a very long time. It's like I see you every single day. This is this is really regular for us. But then Issa tells him that she's been thinking. But mm-hmm. that's all she says. And then he was like, I know. See, and again, then they, things going they, unanswered. They, like, that's not a conversation. And then and then they part ways. So it's like, is this over? Like, is it? Is it over? And you had this man come pick you up from the airport. 
knowing you was gonna tell him this I guess it's good to tell him face to face and not over a text yeah but I can't even pick if if I go pick somebody up from the airport and they break up with me which I am assuming like this is a breakup or a break I pick you up from the airport I'll be pissed airport and I'll be then pissed. after you, after I get to your house, you talking about I've been doing some thinking. Yeah, if you've been doing some thinking, you could have Ubered. You could have took a lift to your house. You had me go out my way so you could break up with me. Uh-uh. But it makes me, me wonder. It makes me wonder if they've been having these conversations. Like if this trip was like, Mia's because she said she had I mean Issa's time to think she's when she said she was thinking but we didn't see her think we never see her reflect on her relationship with Lawrence in this episode so I think that we definitely need to see her like how have you been meditating on this issue and then how much time has passed has Condola exactly. had the baby when, we don't when know. are we like what is she still pregnant where does Lawrence live? Has he moved to San Francisco? Is he staying in LA? Be like, what's going on? We have, I have no clue what the timeline is. And is COVID happening? Because when they, when Lawrence and Issa are coming back, they're saying he's saying like oh yeah i don't really want to go to that restaurant with everything going on or something he says something to that effect i'm like they don't mention the reason why i'm thinking that covid doesn't exist in this world of insecure is because it was never mentioned at the reunion you never i didn't see a mask no i didn't see anything like that so i'm thinking maybe they're not dealing with a covid world which i'm absolutely fine with but um, I did wonder like what was going on when he said when he was talking about the restaurant and I wish I would have written that dialogue down so I could know exactly what he said but but yeah I definitely want to know like do we have a do we have a baby does it, what's the name of the baby how have you know what is the interaction between Issa and Condola because that has got to be awkward yeah yeah we don't see her we don't see condola in this episode those are some good questions for this upcoming season and i need answers yes we need to know uh what happened with Issa and lawrence for the second time (laughs) What 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 time? What's the timeline? Where's Condola? And what's going on with Kelly? We got preguntas for Prenny. <laughs> what is going on with Kelly? And who is going to return? So, like, I see Lawrence's friend. What's his friend name? Light skinned dude, Rude, Chad. Chad. So I know that he's going to make a return. Will Dro make a return? Um, I know for sure Condola's coming back. Oh, yeah. Um, will 
Issa's old we got y'all work buddies make a make an appearance will thugnificent you know who refused to pronounce the letter c is he going you know will we see him again will we see tasha again <sighs> don't hate on tasha Chill. i i so hated on tasha Ugh. Like Tasha exhausted me. So you'll get back with Lawrence too. Child. Will she will we see Daniel? Daniel. Will we see Nathan. Oh, Daniel. Nathan. I guess we gotta stay tuned. Who do you want to see? Who do you want to see? Tasha. I want to see Daniel. So you know what I'm saying? I don't put that in the atmosphere. I don't put that out in the world. So hopefully that comes to me. Hopefully. You want Issa to be with Daniel? I don't necessarily want him, her to be. I want to be with Daniel. Because oh, I'm here to tell you today that I would like to be with Daniel. So let's make a prediction. Is Issa going to end the season singled or partnered and with who? She's going to end this season married, pregnant, in a relationship with Lawrence, playing stepmama oh, wow. to uh, canola oil, to what canola about, oil's baby. What about Molly? Peanut oil. Molly is she Molly single, is going single, to, partnered. Molly is who? probably going to retire. She's going to be single she's and She's not going to retire. She's going she's gonna to find a different career path. I feel that. I feel that something's going to change. And she she's probably gonna move into like teaching or nonprofit nonprofit sector. Oh, say she's gonna quit. She's um, probably she's, she's gonna, gonna be gonna like, join I quit Issa. my high power lawyer job to sell tea online. <laughs> I sell hair gel. I sell you know, or she's probably gonna partner with Issa and they're gonna work on the block together. Um, yeah, that's what I see for her. Who else? Uh. Kelly, we we got to get a, a deeper. I see Kelly's podcast going mainstream. Mm-hmm. I see her. Um, I see her partnered with someone and in a serious yeah, relationship. Kelly possibly don't have... pregnant. Yeah, Kelly needs Kelly needs somebody. Tiffany. I see Tiffany not changing. I see her being a flat character. Oh. I see her. Um, you know growing healing from you know what she went through last uh last season but i see her and her relationship with her husband just growing stronger and um yeah that's about it but Tiffany, lawrence single partner i see lawrence and Issa being together and i see him you know having a dad bod and i see there being some infidelity i see him cheating on Issa with someone i see that so lawrence gonna end up with two kids at the end of the season oh yeah yeah okay for sure i see lawrence cheating on Issa while she's pregnant oh my gosh i see that wow wow okay let me watch i be right and y'all gonna be like dang she was right she was right you have now come to the end of the episode thank you for listening
let us know what you think hit us up on instagram at curry gumbo bye bye y'all smooches